more bikes. Morebikes.co.uk Hello everybody, welcome to morebikes.co.uk. We're doing another podcast. It's been a freaking year since we've done one. Well, maybe not that long, but it feels like it. Anyway, welcome back to those of you who are here for a fresh podcast. My name's Tony Carter. I'm the editor of morebikes.co.uk. I also look after Motorcycle Monthly. And now I'm introducing our newest member of staff. He's new to the podcast and not to the team. It's Miko Nymanen. Hello, Miko. Hello, hello, hello. Now listen, Miko Nymanen, uh, not a British name. Explain to the listeners, dear listeners, you out there, where you're from and how you've come to be part of the MCM and More Bikes thing. Um, I'm originally from Finland. Uh, I was born and raised there um, many, many moons ago. Mm-hmm. Um, moved in uh, in this country about 20 years ago, I think. Right. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, always, always been into bikes, like riding. So I thought I'd um, combine the two and come and join the... Uh, the lovely team here. Lovely team, you yeah. call us. Right. That's all the niceness out of the way. Let's go on with the irreverent um, bollocks, for want of a better word, I guess. Um, things have been happening in the world of motorcycling since we did a podcast last. We've had a whole raft of new bikes uh, released. We saw them at the uh, EICMA show. We saw them yeah. at the Tokyo, 34th Tokyo Motor Show before that, then EICMA, and we've seen them at the NEC. They are now coming out in launch form, where we are very lucky. We get flown abroad. You get to ride the bikes usually, and you've just come back. You are eye bag fresh. I am from I the am. launch yeah, yesterday, yeah. so you were still on a... glamorously jet lagged. Yeah, yeah, the glamour of the job. <laughs> yeah. um, CBR five hundred R and CBR five hundred F. Yeah, CB five hundred F. Sorry, yeah. yes, yeah, I'm actually <laughs> I'm jet lagged. Um, so, where did you ride those? How were they? Um, we had the launch in Seville, in Spain, mm-hmm. southern Spain. Um, so I was. I was really happy to get out there, ride in the sunshine, you know, wonderful Well, the thing is, it, it was it was it was all looking good. Forecast was great, so yeah. I thought, yeah, 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 I don't need any of those uh, layers with me. And I woke up on the uh, on the day of the riding launch, and it was misty, it was cold, it was windy. Having said that, it was still south of space, so it wasn't too bad. Yeah, I'm sure there were people listening to this going, oh, you poor thing, oh, you poor, poor thing. Uh, We should explain, if you've not listened to these podcasts before, um, I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm eating, but I am. I generally do these over a lunch break. So there's uh, coffee, Pepsi Max, nuts going on, there's all sorts going on in here. So um, I should apologise for that, but I'm not going to because, hey, guys, got to eat. Um, and, and this I've, is my lunch break. I've got a safety mug, so so we're all safe. Yeah, yeah. health and safety. Yeah. Um, right, so that was about the launch in the um, geology. Uh, geology, no. Excuse me. <coughs> ah, nuts. Geography, my friend. Uh, got nuts, nuts in my throat. <laughs> Not for the first time. Um, yeah, geography a bit. The bike itself. These bikes are beginner level bikes or guys who want to come down in capacity perhaps. Easier to get on with, that's the idea. They're not yeah. a super bike. They're not anything that's egging you want to do. They're, they're right in that funny little middle space of everything. Uh, A2 license friendly bikes. So, like you say, yeah, they're, they're for people who are moving up from 125s, and it's quite a big up yeah. from 125, or guys who are coming downwards from litre bikes or something like that. Um, and also, apparently, Honda want to involve people who are currently driving or commuting on. 
buses and trains as yeah. well. Um, so those are the three groups that they're trying to physically attract. quite a big bike, quite a big bike. So for those type of people, I would think. What do you it's, reckon? Yeah, well, it's the seat height's uh, seven hundred eighty-five millimeters, so it doesn't feel like a tall bike. Right. It's it's a big bike in that five hundred cc engine is is a, well four hundred seventy-one to be precise. It's um, it's a powerful bike, but it's it doesn't feel threatening. It's it's really nice linear power. Very smooth power delivery. It's both of them actually really pleasant to ride. What's I was, the difference is why is one an R and one an F? Um, the they both have the same engine, mm-hmm. same chassis. Uh, the the difference really is the, the the look. The F is the naked one. It's got wider bars, higher bars, mm-hmm. no fairing. The R is the sporty one. It's basically a, a half a blade, if you like. It's right. um, it looks the part. It really looks like a nice racing bike. How much are they? Do you know? They're um, they are. I think the R is going to be five thousand five hundred ninety nine. The F will be five thousand ninety nine. Okay. So, it's. I think it's quite a reasonable price for for those kind of bikes. Five K sounds reasonable. It's yeah. not cheap. No. We never say five K is cheap. Anybody who it's tells you five K is cheap, is insane. Or they just won the lottery. But you know, 5K is, really, is competitive, isn't it? It's, in yeah. the sector. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of money to put into, into this kind of thing, which is effectively just a great toy, no matter how ostensibly you use it. Yeah. Um, but compared to some others, um, some of the new bikes, like uh, I don't know, the Ducati Scrambler, for instance, that's um, that's a hell of a lot more. That's the 400 you wore on that launch, mm. weren't you? Um, yeah. The Barton Betty launch. That's it, yeah. That if you don't know what we're talking about with the Barton Betty launch and the Ducati Scrambler 400, have a look on morebikes.co.uk. Um, we'll see if we can put some link up or something yeah. after this. I, I don't. To be honest with you, I don't know what we'll do. But <laughs> uh, you can go and you can go and have a look at that and yeah. understand the Barton Betty references. There's a promo thing about gorilla skateboarding gorilla. I kid you not. <laughs> Ducati went insane with their marketing of the 400 Scrambler. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a, that's quite price, isn't it, the 400 Scrambler? It's a different market, though, really. It is. I mean, that's a retro machine. Yeah. It's more of a lifestyle yeah. choice. It's more of a... A bit a hipster-esque. City. It is a bit, yeah. It is the sort of bike to be seen on. Um, sure, and it's proud. It's a bit that, yeah. yeah. I mean, a great bike. I, I really enjoyed it yeah. for, for, for what it is. It's brilliant. Um, what was the price of that? The, Just out of curiosity. That one, I think I can't remember for, Roughly, for sure. Roughly, um, I think it was around six thousand five hundred. Right. So about about a grand six, more than yeah, the equivalent yeah. engine size. I have a feeling time. it was six thousand four hundred and fifty, but don't quote me on that. No, we can we can get. That's the thing, though, isn't it? With these new bikes, you can get caught up in direct comparisons with the money and mm. what you get for it, but they're very different proposals. The Scrambler. He's a bit more retro, a bit more old yeah. school. It's not trying to be a performance machine. No, and that's, that's lovely. Maybe yeah. a... That's lovely about yeah. the Scrambler. I love it because you can just... It's one of those bikes where, you know, your mates will still be tapping in their um, sat-navs and rider modes and all of that stuff yeah. while you've thrown you've your leg over. You've jacket and gone. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's perfect for that. Yeah? It's really nice. Yeah. Um, I'll take you on. Let's go from A to B. <laughs> yeah. you, you have that and I'll have anything else. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. It goes bloody the, fast. The, I don't want to ride against me, Um The Hondas are really nice um, and fast. Yeah. They, I, I really enjoy them. We had a, 
good build Brilliant quality as well on the Honda. You know, you can just feel it, can't yeah. you? They they yeah. put together well those yeah. things. I really. They've um, they've changed the suspension a little bit because it's not a new bike. It's a it's a remake of the um, twenty thirteen uh, model, but um, they've they've made over two hundred modifications to the bike. So wow. Is, yeah. So they have they have done a lot. Wow. Um, it's got. I feel like Honda maybe should have shouted more about that because you just think it's a revamp or an update rather than th- yeah. two hundred changes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's some of them are gonna be slightly different nerving on the footrest. Some, some, some of them are some like completely re- revised riding position or something. Yeah, it's got um new exhaust, it's got one of them stylish stubby mufflers <laughs> at the end. Um that we see a lot now. Yeah. There, there's a lot of those. Um the the engine is the same as before, but they have modified it a bit. They're throwing more air in there now. Oh, they, right. they can get more air in, which makes it more economical. And um, it gives you a sharper throttle response as well. So it's really, really quite pleasant, pleasant thing to ride. Oh, that's pretty too. cool. I think maybe this year we're going to hear so much about air, force induction, all that sort of stuff. Because we've got superchargers and turbochargers coming along. Yeah. And that's the next wave. We've already seen it in the H2R. And we know Kawasaki are going to do a lot more superchargers. But as we are recording this, we've just put a story up last night. Um, our friends at Young, Magus- Young Machine, which is a Japanese magazine, the editor there is a guy called Kohei. And he's fantastic at getting all the rumours and stuff that are going on. And he, uh, I got a thing sent over last night. Um, and Kohei has done a thing, basically where he says, the next generation big Kawasaki... There's going to be a ZX11R. We all thought it was going to go ZX14. ZX11R with a turbo. Now that is funky if that's the case. But it's going up against the Suzuki Hayabusa. Yeah. 1.4 litre, a 1400 Hayabusa. And that's also going to be turbocharged. <laughs> well, what I found surprising is, is that they reckon that the Kawasaki is going to be turbocharged rather than supercharged. Supercharged, yeah. And we've seen all of the patents yeah. supercharging. They've not mentioned turbo anywhere. No, I don't know where he's got that from, but I like it's, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, anything to make, make it Mate, go. Quite frankly, let's, let's just have them go, going faster and faster until we disappear. <laughs> until we disappear in a line of fire. We disappear into the future. We come back and we are old men with long grey beards instantly. And we scream, beware the Chinese, and then evaporate into a ball of dust. <laughs> we'll appear to... Actually, that's, all Frankie, that's all the Frankie Boyle line. I shouldn't have used that. If Frankie Boyle's listening, I'm so sorry, Frankie. <laughs> but it was a funny line. He did it about Usain Bolt. I just used it about Suzuki's <laughs> GSXRs and high boosters. But they um, are incredible machines. I mean, I'd love to get on them. Mate, yeah. when they come out, we were so jumping on those and having a go. But also, yeah. other end of the scale, the new Sporty 250s. Um, we've just got a, um, a new thing from uh, Indonesia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The, those guys have got the picture of the new Yamaha in the Yamaha Indonesian factory. I don't really know what that is. The picture was so fuzzy. Yeah, but it's exciting yeah. to see it. The, no um, GSX-R 250 um, I talked to the Honda guys about their 250. CBR 250RR. Indonesia one. Yeah. And there's no official word on that. No, they won't be. They were being very, very quiet about that. Um, which so, is great. Yeah. Which is great. It, it all adds to the. If I turn around to you and say, absolutely not, that is not happening, you go, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. If they go, well, you know, well, we can't really talk about any future models, you go, oh, so it is happening. <laughs> That's great. You know, there's a, there's a saying, like, yes is a yes, a no is a no, a maybe is a yes. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. otherwise they say no, because they don't <laughs> want to hurt any stock or model plans that they've got coming on. 
So they're, they're definitely coming. That's fantastic. Um, things this week that caught my eye. You've only just come back from this launch, so I don't know if you managed to see it. But um, we've got Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah. Um, the Deadpool thing on more bikes. Um, he made this film with a guy called Brian Rowland. Uh, it's a, a superb bit of film. It's only five or six minutes long. Ryan Reynolds is hot poop at the moment because of the Deadpool movie. Bazinda and Weta. Great movie. If you haven't seen Deadpool, what the hell is wrong with you? Go and watch it. Get a sense of humour and go and watch it. It is fabulous. Um, and Ryan Reynolds has been a biker since he was 15, which is nice. And talks about getting on the CB750. Yeah. He bought the CB750. And calls it quite uh, quite poetically a pile of crap. <laughs> um, we've all been on piles of crap when we started out. Um, but yes, yeah, so he's been a biker since fifteen. Loves his motorbikes. Says it gets him away from the madness that is a Hollywood yeah, yeah, machine. Yeah, yeah. Totally understand that. I mean, we know Prince Harry and Prince. Who's the other one? William. William. Yeah. Good. Glad I have to ask a thing. <laughs> um, I, I'm not really into the royals, but they're pretty cool. Uh, the pair of them ride bikes. And I was told a while ago from one of the uh, one of the guys who um, was one of their security de- detail. Yeah, I can't really remember what it is. It doesn't really matter. But they were riding two blackbirds. This security guy. Yeah. So let's let's call him James Bond, right? Yeah. So James Bond was riding this blackbird with his partner, who was not partner in that sense, but his partner. They hadn't chosen curtains, but his partner was also on the blackbird, and they had to um, move security detail yeah, around yeah. Prince Harry or William. Yeah. They're interchangeable in this story. <laughs> and um, he told me... It's very loosely based on reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he told me that the biggest problem they had was that whoever the prince was at the time, he was on whatever bike he was on at the time, flicked his black visor down, and because he was on a bit more of a sporty machine, yeah. he would just piss off. <laughs> Brilliant. And just go and do his own thing. Fantastic. Well, you yeah, would, they were like, you? Yeah, of course you yeah. would. They were like, oh, crap. And he's just gone. Well, that's the beauty I of love it, that. Yeah. Man, that is what biking is about. And it's nice. Imagine the pressure cooker those lads are under all the oh, time. Yeah, yeah. It's just nice to flick a visor down and you can just be anybody and off you go. That's it, yeah. So yeah, if anybody yeah. from the USA... <laughs> <laughs> Australian accent. I'm talking about USA. It was a joke. Jesus. Um, if anybody from the USA is listening to this and wants to meet our great princes, uh, if you come over to London and there's a biker riding around uh, with a black visor on, hey, it might be Harry or William. Yeah, it might be. Probably won't be, but it might be. So what else, is, what else has been going on? Um, what else are we going to talk about with your first podcast here? Um, what's, what's been grabbing your attention in the world of biking? Any cool kit? Any any events or anything like that? <laughs> I've got a really cool new leather jacket. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> From bearing, it's, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bearing yeah. leather jacket. It is a bearing leather jacket. Mm, what's it it's called, a, Miko? It's um, what's it called again? Um, it's got it's a name. Got, it's it? got a name. Yeah, um, it's one of those named jackets. Uh, don't ring any bells now. Does it um, not? Does it not? It's called a Carter, <laughs> right? It's called a Carter, and we were sent one. We were sent one to evaluate. And uh, more bikes. It's a lovely jacket. Yeah, it's a great it's jacket, a isn't it? Jacket. It's, a, it's a great jacket. Don't mind the fact it's called a Carter. My surname is Carter, and I haven't got the jacket. <laughs> Don't mind that at all. Let Miko have it. Yeah, I thought we had an agreement when the it's... jacket turned up. It's called a Nyman, and you can have it. This has been mentioned once or twice in the office. Um... You're a dick, man. I can't believe I can't believe you took that jacket. Anyway, done, dusted, under the water. Yeah. No, we've got the um at the uh, oh, what was it? CES, wasn't it? It was Los Angeles, the tech thing. We saw that BMW helmet with the pop-up screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, the head-up oh, display. That's it, yeah, the head-up yeah. display and that BMW lid. That looks amazing. There's quite a few, though, isn't there, those head-up displays. 
I'm hoping that this is going to be the year also that they appear in a commercial way that we can all get on with. Yeah, because that Scully thing has been um, so, up and coming for the last couple of yeah, years it's now. Like a failed start yeah, a couple of times, yeah, hasn't it, the Scully? Yeah. But, oh, that BMW this, thing. I think if you've got BMW behind it with their tech, that'd be amazing. Plus, you get to live out your Iron Man fantasies. It looks brilliant. I mean, we've got the video on morebikes.co.uk. Yep. Um, and obviously, it's uh, computer-generated imagery at this stage. Yeah, it's a concept helmet, but it looks fantastic. It's basically your Google Maps and phone and everything. It gives you traffic alerts and all yeah. sorts. Um, and it, but what I like is, in particular, it's not broadcast onto a visor. I don't actually even look about with the mechanism of the helmet. Mm. It's like an internal little screen yeah. that pops up between your eye and the visor. Or slightly to the right of your right eye, isn't it, effectively? Yeah. So the information's there, and you don't have to uh, message. Uh, <laughs> you, I like your testicles have just sprung. <laughs> they do that, I they? They do, they do. It's a finished thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> bring. Um, yeah, so, you, so you, the information is there and available to you. I mean, we're, I'm using a thing at the moment called the Senna Prism Bluetooth helmet camera. Oh, yeah. And that is the helmet camera that's linked up to a Bluetooth system to the helmet, right? bit bulky if you're not used to these things. You've got the Bluetooth on one side, you've got the prison camera on the other. Yeah. And um, you can start and stop recording on the camera by voice. That's cool. You can answer your phone by voice. You can make it dial everything by voice. And we're now well into the era of charging your helmet up overnight, like you yeah. would your, your phone. Yeah, I mean, I'm, most, and I've only seen it sort of adopted, that technology, really by really sort of professional riders like... Like what we have to do for our yeah. for our work, if we're going to go on a big test, you charge it up or something like that. But I think that's coming along. I think the whole new generation of riders who are coming through, and we've just seen the best start to a year that we've seen for a very long time in terms of registrations. Figures are up. Yes, yeah, all, all looking good. All looking gravy. And fantastic bikes coming up. So Great bikes, yeah. and I think these people here, because they're adopters of the technology now, I think they're just we're going to find Bluetooth in helmets as you know, par for the course, rather yeah, yeah. than it being a unique thing. Yeah. Whether it's a bolt-on system to a current helmet or one that's integrated. Yeah. You know, I think once it's integrated into a into a mainline helmet, neatly, cheaply, works without any hassle, you know, and you just charge it up overnight, plug it in like you do a mobile phone. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to transform everybody's riding. It's going to be really interesting. I've got this um, headway <coughs> um, device um, yeah. that I need to be testing. I haven't tested it yet because I've just been all over the place um, using different helmets. But it's basically you, you plug it onto your helmet and it's um, instead of having uh, speakers in the helmet, this thing sort of turns the whole helmet into um, oh, yeah, um, yeah. an audio device, effectively. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it does it via vibrations or something like that. Yeah. I'm not quite be so odd to have this noise inside your skull it'll yeah. feel like it's in the middle of your yeah, brain yeah they say that it's like a, you feel like you're in a in a concert hall almost which is a wow that sounds good that that's sounds totally good. stark that's yeah. Iron Man <laughs> yeah. yeah wow yeah. I love that stuff but um, yeah I've got one of those so I'll, um, I'll let you know how, how I'll get on with it I was it. talking to the guys from Ultimate Ear of a couple of years ago, and they were telling me that they have these, you know, the molded earplugs. Mm. You've, you've had them, right? And I've had them too, yeah, with, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, with the headphones in. The molded earplugs, they do some that are Bluetooth. Oh, 
can't remember if they're doing them or this was super secret and I'm not meant to tell anybody. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> All right, if I'm not meant to tell anybody, there'll be a big cut here where we re-edit this. Never happened. Never happened at all. So we'll probably cut here. And I'm going to carry on now because if it turns out I can tell people this. And that's this all. is turning into uh, Orwell's 1984, isn't it? Oh, shit. I can't, I can't <laughs> that, that never happened. I genuinely, I genuinely can't remember <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm supposed to tell people. Anyway, let's, let's assume I am. Yeah. We can always cut this out. And if you hear this, don't tell anybody if I've got this wrong. <laughs> yeah. But they were making, they're making a Bluetooth inner ear earplug. Mm. And it's got like all sorts of uh, sensors on there. So it can monitor heart... Uh, breathing, rotation, um, yeah, it's the sort of thing that like fighter pilots use. Fantastic. I don't quite know how we would adapt that technology for life on two wheels. Yeah. But if you can take that, excuse me, sorry, but um, if you can take that technology and somehow get something out of it, yeah. yeah. I mean, look at the RSV4 Aprilia at my uh, at Mizano. Yeah. Um, start last year or this time last year. That thing had the GPS and the and smartphone on there. Now I never thought I'd use a smartphone riding around the track, no. but genuinely do. And the bike's changing from corner to corner underneath you. Yeah, so it's stiffening suspension because you like it set like this. It's changing some ratio because you like it one way between turn seven and eight, and you don't like it. You like it a different way between eight and nine. Yeah, it's just amazing. So all this tech, we're now getting so much information with the IMUs. Yeah. Uh, inertial measurement units on superbikes. You've got six ways of measuring a bike, and from that we're getting beautiful rider traction aids and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Says what me, was that? but the yeah. um, was it the Motobot? Uh, yeah, that thing. Motobot with the Yamaha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, they've shown. that automated. It's a robot effectively. They yeah. can put on any bike, so it's not like a built-in system. And the plan is that it will lap. Again, I can't remember if they're doing this or they've done it. Um, no, by the end of this year, by the end of 2016, it will be able to lap any circuit, uh, like it's something like 10% off the very best racers. Yeah. And they reckon within a few years it will be able to beat like guys like Rossi. Yeah. Holy crap. I mean, that's fantastic. So it's like the deep blue of motorcycling True. world, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, good chess reference. Ah, I like it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, amazing technology. But, God, how boring. I don't want to watch robots going around the circuit. I don't. I want to watch Rossi and Marquez and Lorenzo. Do you reckon it Pedrosa. might kick you if you... <laughs> uh, yeah. You can program it in, sure. You can program it in. Just download Rossi's psyche into it. Oh, the Rossi fans out there now are going, Ah, oh, he didn't kick him in. Calm down. It's only chat. It's only idle chatter. Um... But yeah, I don't watch robots go around. I don't watch riders go around. For me, racing has always been the most exciting part of racing. Is always the personalities, yeah. genuinely, because racing's racing and it's great. And what I've personally always loved about racing, I follow racing. You know, thirty years worked in the paddock, twenty years. What I've loved about racing more than anything is always the interaction and the personalities behind the bikes. Because a good race is a good race, and quite frankly, as a seasoned race fan personally. I don't really care who wins that much. Yeah. Saying that, when Alex won BSB, I was I was in tears. Yeah. I've known Alex since he was a kid. So, some might argue it's a big part of the whole competition. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. My point is, yeah, I'm not I'm not being very uh, what's the word eloquent here. My point is, is that a good race is a good race. Yeah. And as long as everyone's safe and no one gets hurt and we see some outrageous stuff, love it. And yes, you have your favourites, but what I'm saying is, as long as yeah, I, I never really used to care if it was Biaggi who won or Rossi who won yeah. or 
or Dylan or you know going all the way back Lawson Roberts don't really care yeah. right as long as everyone's safe and it's a bloody good race I like the personality and they have my favourite but if it's robots you take away the one bit that for me was the most exciting bit of the racing was the personality yeah you know you go back to the, go- the glory days of 502 strokes Wayne Gardner was all about speed and not really about the causes, which is doing digger and grab the service, but he yeah. was. You know, Eddie Lawson was a thinking man's hero and was inch precise. You've got Rainey comes in, just wants to beat Schwanz. Schwanz just wants to beat Rainey. Yeah. They had their own little subplot going on. Then you have Doohan come in, surpasses Gardner in Australia. Gardner basically hands over the battle. Yeah. And then Gardner goes to Japan. Gardner falls off, picks the bike up, keeps going, crashes again into the barrier, <laughs> breaks his leg. You know, an amazing it's, set of people. Eddie Lawson, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, 17 seconds down in the race, he's on slicks, it's a wet race, he's on the Kajiba, and then a dry line starts to appear. And he's something like 17th in the race. Yeah. And he wins it. He comes <laughs> back and he wins it. That's not a robot doing that. No. Yeah, that's, a, that's flesh and blood and it means something and they're, they're prone to mistakes. And I think that might be what it is. Take nothing away from what Yamaha are doing. yeah, yeah. yeah. Clearly, a project that's lining up against Asimo, the Honda project. Yeah. Fantastic. And they're saying they will be able to decipher some tech from it that we'll use on motorcycles. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, but I just, personally, I just don't want to see robots racing around the circuit. <laughs> I don't care if a robot can go faster than Valentino. Yeah. Because the robot won't then go and have a, a crafty fag around the back of a, well, that's around the back of my home where thinks no one's watching. And it, it won't go out and have a, have a beer with its mates and go back to the ranch and, and, and shoot guns and crash bikes and have a laugh doing it. You know? I don't know, maybe you can, maybe you can program it, does, it in. If it does, <laughs> you can have them I watch. take it all back. <laughs> yeah. you know, but then I'm going to be living in Blade Runner. So, you yeah. know, I'm happy to have, have those sorts of robots running around. Or cyborgs. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's pretty cool. Tell you one thing as well, um, that if anyone's listening to this podcast, if there is anybody out there listening to this podcast, uh, one thing that surprised me that I didn't know that's happened over the past couple of months or few months, Tom Hardy likes motorbikes. Who'd know that? Do you know that? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I like Tom Hardy a lot. He's a solid bloke as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and he's done some good movies. But he was at the Triumph launch, wasn't he? The he was The Thruxtonar there. T120 and Street Twins. I would be lying <coughs> if I told you that I knew who he was. Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I honestly... Right, 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 right. Bane from Batman. No? No. Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy. He was the guy who was abroad and fell in love with a blonde girl. I saw the beginning of it. I couldn't understand what the film was about. Locke, the bloke oh. with the beard who was in the car. Two hours of immense... It's like a chamber. It's amazing. Locke. No. <sighs> the Cray Twins. Either of them. He's both. No. The Revenant. No. Right. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? There were all these famous people there oh, at the Triumph Lords and I had no idea. He's like, the big bloke with a beard, so everyone's going, Tom, Tom, Tom. Yeah. That was him. I did see him. Now, well, now I know who now he is. Now you know who he is. Yeah, he was there. Arguably one of the most famous people on the planet. Yeah. And he's in the bike. Well, he was just a, I don't know. Just a bloke with a beard. A bloke with a beard. At the bike shed. There, there were a lot there of There were thousands of bloke with beards at the bike shed. <laughs> there always yeah. are. Uh, we're talking about the bike shed. That's in Shoreditch in London. If you are in London. No, I'm talking about, you know, London. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How rude. Uh, if you are in London and you like your motorbikes and you want to go somewhere, go to the bike shed in Shoreditch. It's a cool place to sort of hang it around. It is really and, cool. Um, it looks really good. They've got some lovely bikes in there and it's just a nice atmosphere, really. And you can kick back and grab a, 
grab a coffee and... Might meet Tom Hardy there. Might meet Tom Hardy there. If you know who he is. Probably lives... Well, you know. <laughs> Honestly, you really don't know. Warrior. Bronson. What a film. Have you not seen Bronson? No. What's wrong with you? <laughs> right, this really should have uh, come up on the interview for the job. I'm sorry uh, it didn't. I, 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 I remember the interview and I, 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 did, I must have written down in my notes, Bronson. Tom Hardy. <laughs> Does he know who he is? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I would have been very scared if you started asking me about <laughs> Tom Hardy. He's massive. He's got a beard. He likes bikes. What, what? do you mean, no? Um, so what else is going on? What we've got coming up? Uh, it's World Superbikes. Depending on when you hear this, really. It's World Superbikes coming up this weekend. First round for the Island. Um, two days of testing at Phillip Island beforehand. Tom Sykes was fastest on day one. Uh, Johnny Ray, fastest out of them two on day two. So Van Guintali going very well on the Yamaha. Alex Lowe's doing pretty good. Alex has is carrying a shoulder injury, um, and it's not a particularly good. Uh, it's not healing particularly uh, quickly. So he's, he's going to ride with that. I feel very sorry for Al. It's a rough start to the year, but come on, you know it's it's Alex. That little sod will dig deep, no <laughs> matter what. Um, so we've got that coming up. Um, in terms of launches, there's all sorts going on. We've got the Thruxton R launch coming up at some point in the near future, haven't we? MT10, yeah. Yamaha. That's all of these you'll be able to see on um, morebikes.co.uk. Yeah. And we'll also run them in the Motorcycle Monthly paper as well. Uh, Motorcycle Monthly is the paper. If you want it, uh, just go to a bike dealership. Most of them have it. And it's completely free. And uh, we give all sorts of things away in there. And it's just all really good news and features. It's just about motorcycles, really. We have an irreverent, irreverent love of motorcycles, yeah. don't we? Um, so, yeah, that's it. I'm sure there's plenty that we've missed. I'm sure there's plenty of stuff that we've talked about that uh, you have an opinion of. And please let us know. I'd love to hear from you. love to hear anything that you can think of. Actually, what we're after is some sort of uh, favourite bikes, really, don't we? Because we want to start doing mm. some top ten lists, don't yeah, we? Yeah, that'd be good. Talking about. That'd be good. So, you know, let's start this off with your favourite ever... What? Commuter bike? Nah, that's boring. Superbike? Yeah. Let's start at the top of the tree. Yeah. Jeez, Mike. King, let's, let's start King on of the Superbike. King of the Jungle. Yeah. My favourite ever Superbike. Uh, what's your favourite ever Superbike? I, I think Blade. Really? Yeah. Why? Just because it's, it's so iconic? It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's everything. It's, I don't know, it's been there for a good while. Mm. Not changed... Entirely. 1992, 1992. Today, yeah. Baba first money came <laughs> yeah. out with it. You know, did you know Baba used to? I know a lot of people know this, um, but a few people don't. Today, Baba used to walk down to the production line when they were making the Hondas, the Fiberlades. Yeah, used to take a permanent pen. They would turn the petrol tank over at random. He'd just go and do this to yeah. four or five at a time when he walked down, and write a message on there. Really, and then put put the tank back. So if you have. A 92 to 97, 8-ish blade. Yeah. And you take the tank off and look underneath it. You might, you might just have a handwritten note from Tadeo Baba. Is that serious? Straight up. Wow. And if you don't know who Tadeo Baba is, he's the guy who designed the fire blade. And because of Baba, his surname, B-A-B-A, that's why the B in fire blade is capital B for those first few years. Because whilst Baba was there and working with Honda as a tribute to what he'd achieved with that bike, they capped the B in Fireblade. Uh-huh. And when the, when Baba left, they retired the capital B and it went back to a lowercase B in the name Fireblade. Uh-huh. So that's why 
you might read it on the website or in magazines, and yeah. you might think, "Well, oh, they've got that wrong," or they're not <laughs> they're not being consistent. It's a very definitive change in their fire blades history. So it's a cat B or a lowercase B. If you have a cat B blade and you look under your tank, you might have a message. I assume in Japanese, I've never seen one. And I've looked under every tank I've ever seen of a blade like that. But you might be lucky and have a Baba message under there. Imagine that, man. That would be pretty cool. cool. That would be pretty cool. If you just get a bike on the cheap, on eBay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You pick up a... Because you can get first-gen blades now for... Well, they're about two two now for a for a fairly rotty one. Yeah, um, yeah. Get one. Well, get all you home. need is the tank. <laughs> yeah, get home. Just turn the tank over, and there's a little Japanese message. I'm assuming it would be from Bab, but it would be from some bloke called Jeff who works down the further down the line. <laughs> I hate my job. Yeah. Kill me, kill me now. Yeah, kill me now, kill me now. My cat's been sick in my shoe. <laughs> All in Japanese characters. He's got, I've got a Baba Sutton original. Oh, that would be so fun, though. It really would. What, to get Jeff's message? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. I kind of want that more. <laughs> the yeah. high and the low. Yeah, can you imagine it? Um, oh, and also, just before we go, um, just want to say, wow, amazing news about Ian Locker riding the Suta MMX 500 at this year's Isle of Man TT. Um, I also look after a, a, an annual every year that comes out called Island Racer, which is about TT. Solely about the TT. It comes out... Um, end of May middle of May TT is the last week in May first week in June and um, I've just been following this story really closely and uh, I've known Ian for a very long time Ian Locker um, amazing guy 102 TT trophies or something like that um, he's 53 years old now been retired a few years and he's coming out of retirement to race the MMX 500 Suter 2 stroke at this year's TT fantastic that bike is 195 brake horsepower it would do, suit to claim, 193 miles an hour. So two-stroke 500. And after they finished at the TT, they're going to Pikes Peak in 2017. Wow. And they're going to supercharge it. <laughs> because it's not powerful Yeah, uh, Just 193 miles an hour on Pikes just Peak. A, just a step Plah. from a moped. That's, really. that's baby stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's like unicorn power. We want full-on beast power. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. But yeah, anyway, Locker coming back to do that. I mean, he's a genius at riding a two-stroke crown there. I have had a quick chat with him since the news broke. I talked to him while he was in Switzerland. And um, he said, I don't know how I'm going to go. You know, I'm an old boy. But it's Ian Locker. He's going to be amazing on it. That's fantastic. So, yeah, so, yeah, so looking forward to seeing yeah. him out there on that, you know. Now, McGuinness. Uh, 23 wins at the TT now. John McGuinness. Last year's senior blew everybody away. And, um, you know, I would... Lucky enough to be there. Lucky enough to be there at the Craig in the senior. Yeah. Very famous corner. I've never seen John ride like that. And I've been watching him for a long, long time. Yeah. But man, he came into the Craig backing it in like he was on a short circuit. It was it was phenomenal. I absolutely loved watching him do that. And I think John is strong, if not stronger now, than he ever has been. Um, so much to look forward to. We've got all these new yeah. bikes. We've got some new kit. We've got some great racing coming up. No, MotoGP, my God. It's going to be a busy few months. It's going to be fantastic, isn't yeah. it? And welcome back to biking, because it's um, you know, the weather's getting better. It's looking all right now. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? We need to go out and pull some wheelies. Um, I mean, <laughs> I mean, ride in a legal and restrained way. Yeah. We Risk, but safe progress. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah. We'll <laughs> stick to the speed limits at all times, kids, and, uh, and don't do anything daft. 
Yeah, do you think we'd bore that? We could just, we could just edit. We could stop this there, can't we? Yeah. We could just edit all this bit out now. Just yeah. leave, leave all the secret plans for uh, leave all in, that. inner ear <laughs> technology. Cut, oh, yeah, no, to just cut. No. If we cut right here, degree. it's fine. So that'd be fine. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to talk about the secret Hondas that we know are coming Ooh, out. No. Imagine no, no, if we no. left this at the end of the tape. And we thought we were being clever. Yeah. And it was left on the tape. Can you imagine yeah. that? Everybody listening to this would go, oh, what secret Hondas? <laughs> Shit, it's still going. No, we're good. Right, let's stop messing around now. Right, listen, well, thanks for listening to us. Um, don't forget, if you want to stay up to date with all of the news, you can do. Go to morebikes.co.uk. Um, you can pick up our free paper. It's in all the dealerships around the country, around the UK. Uh, you can also get it sent to your house. You only pay a delivery charge on that. It's about £10 for a whole year. Um, and the paper itself is free. It's just a delivery charge. 10 quid for a year. And that's called Motorcycle Monthly. Um, and we're on Facebook, we're on uh, More Bikes Facebook, we're on Motorcycle Monthly Facebook, and we're also on Twitter. So you can find us wherever you want to find us, and we stick a lot of news up about motorcycles every single day of the week, and you can keep up with us there. So thanks very much for listening. Miko, thanks for this. That's thank your you, first thank one. You. You're now no longer a virgin. No, no, no. We've broken you. No, no, no. No, it's good. gone. It's gone. Uh, happy days of my innocence. You saw? I've had better. <laughs> <laughs> you get. <laughs> right, anyway, that's it. We're out. Uh, have a good one. Enjoy your riding. We'll talk to you next time. Cheers, bye. Cheers.